Welcome to the Eli Kasab Experience. All right, guys. Well, welcome to a to another podcast. Today, I got my buddy Dominic um, on the podcast today, who is an athletic trainer um, over at Stanford, and he also has kind of started his own business. And so, he's going to kind of talk to us today about his uh, his journey and stuff that he's kind of learned along the way. Um, I'll kind of let him introduce himself and kind of give him a quick little uh, intro into kind of who he is and what he's up to right now. So, Dominic. Uh, yeah, take, tell us yeah, a little bit about yourself. First man. off, uh, thank you for having me uh, tonight. Super excited for this. Um, this is my first go around with uh, doing something like this. So just kind of talking, sitting down in a podcast. Uh, super excited. Um, not too nervous, but uh, you know those bugs will kind of kind of yeah. fly off. I'm just yeah. sitting here, yeah, sitting right. here having a fireside chat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a fun conversation trying to it's help some people good. out. It's all good. So yeah, um, like you said, pretty much uh, been an athletic trainer for 13, going on 13 plus years. Uh, right now, currently, uh, my full-time job is working at Stanford University as an associate athletic trainer. Uh, and then I just started uh, a consulting and advising um, company out here in the Silicon Valley area uh, called Press Forward. So new little venture, new little side thing that I'm doing, just kind of test the waters and kind of see what kind of happens with that and just having some fun with it. Um, like I said, it started and I'm learning al- along the way with the process and all that fun stuff. So a little entrepreneurial side starting to come out, uh, which I've always kind of had an itch for. So we'll kind of just see what happens with it. Okay. Nice, man. No, that's awesome. No, no, I appreciate that. I think I think uh, it's good because I think our our, our profession kind of is 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 advancing and kind of changing. So it's kind of nice to get some perspective on some of the non traditional yeah. stuff. I mean, you've got you've done some of the traditional stuff, but now you're kind of moving into that kind of business entrepreneur <laughs> side of things. Um, but uh, what just to kind of start off, um, you know, how did you get into athletic training in the first yeah. place? I know we'll kind of get to your business and Stanford and all that, but like your journey, as far as when it started, like, you know, just before school, like what kind of got you into this in general? Yeah, you know no, I mean? great, great question. And, uh, a lot of, you know, I've shared my story with a, a lot of different people and, and one of those, it's not your typical story. Oh, you go to school, you know what you want to do. You're going to end up doing this and then you go off and do it. Um, Basically, my my story started off. I'm, I'm originally from Omaha, Nebraska, uh, born and raised uh, in the Cornhusker State. Um, just growing up on in, in Omaha, uh, College World Series was literally in my backyard. Uh, that was something that I went to with my grandparents and my family every single summer. That was like a tradition of ours. Um, kind of what happened with that was uh, my father uh, had a construction or has a construction company uh, based out of Omaha, and I'm the only son in our family uh, on my, on my, on our side. Uh, but then I had my cousins and everyone that was on the other side. So there were two separate sides of the, of the business. And I was supposed to take over one side of the business, uh, what's supposed to be the masonry and, and uh, construction side. Uh, my cousin in the other side was the plumbing side. Uh, so coming out of high school, um, growing up working with, uh, construction every summer in the winters and doing everything, uh, ended up thinking I was going to be a construction engineer had, you know, thought, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get engineering school. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take over the family business. I'm going to stay in Omaha, very successful, run it from there. Got to the point where I was in my freshman year and, uh, I'm sitting here going, I don't like, I don't like construction engineering. My grades were horrible. Everything was just right. deteriorating. I didn't like school. I didn't want to go to school. I just, <laughs> okay. I just hated it. Um, so what I, what I kind of started researching was, uh, seeing other professions that were out there. 
And one thing that I did during my freshman year of college was uh, I was a um, high, little kids and high school wrestling official. Uh, and the way that I actually got into that was through my father. Uh, my dad was for 30 plus years was a uh, collegiate wrestling official. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, you need some side money. You need some money to make on the weekends. And how about you officiate? And uh, the thing about kind of me and wrestling in my family was I actually was a wrestler in high school, but I was kind of behind the A ball a little bit. I wasn't too good. Um, and we all know wrestling is a bad sport to be bad in. I literally in high school just mm -hmm. got beat up, kicked, punched, all that stuff. And I was just not, I wasn't very good at it, but my hard work determination, I, I still wanted to continue and pursue it. And I was a fighter and I wanted to like see how long I can go with it. Well, um, I ended up wrestling two years of high school and then, um, my, uh, last year, uh, or my first year of college, I was like, I need to make some money. So my dad's like, let's put you on the other side. Let's put you on the dark side, the stripe, the, the stripe side okay. is what he would say. <laughs> and, uh, okay. he was like, uh, you know, let's mentor you and kind of get you through going through being an official. So I was an official, um, got really good at it. I got, um, to the point where my, uh, while I was in college, I was actually, uh, officiating collegiate wrestling matches. So I was a college kid doing officiating and um, officiating collegiate matches while being in college, which is pretty much unheard of. You see all these older officials or um, guys that have been in, in doing officiating for multiple years just out there. So, um, so I kind of saw, you know, what was going on in the sport and what was happening. Well, during that time, I would do these little kid wrestling tournaments, right? And as I would be at right. these wrestling tournaments, there was really no healthcare that was being provided at these little kid tournaments. So a kid would get a bloody nose. I would be the one yeah. that would be gloving up. I'd be managing to them. I'd be giving them first aid, rendering, you know, doing everything I can. And I just took a basic first aid and CPR course. And so I'm kind of sitting here going, Hmm, I kind of, this is, this is, I'm intrigued in this. And then I started going to the high school matches and I started seeing athletic trainers. And then I was at the college matches. saw more athletic trainers. I was like, Ooh, what's this athletic training thing? Okay. Like, let me, let me kind of look into this. So, um, again, speaking with my dad, uh, he's like, yeah, that's, that's a profession. Like I've seen them. I, there's some great athletic trainers that are out there. Uh, you know, let's get you in contact with a couple. Well, the first one that came to my mind was, uh, my high school athletic trainer, um, who was there, you know, for me throughout my whole high school career. Uh, and then I started looking at the university that I went to and the university that I was going to, which is Nebraska Omaha had a, a athletic training education program. And so I'm kind of sitting here going, I want to try this. I want to kind of see what happens and, and take a intro course and, and try to get into it. Well, okay. Going from there. Um, I know I had some trials and tribulations as I kind of went into it because I started off in construction engineering and my grades were absolutely horrible. Uh, I was, I just hated school. So I had to take a lot of classes over in order to get my GPA up so that I could actually get into the actual program. Cause there was a, a process in for, for you or an application process for you to actually get into the program. You couldn't just sign up and start taking the, the, uh, the courses and stuff. So I ended up having to take an extra year and fix everything within school and then ended up getting into the, um, into the program. And from there, I, my GPA just skyrocketed. I ended up, I think graduating with like a 3.7 or something like that in the major after I was like nice. way down at like 1.9 yeah. or something like that. Like I turned it around <laughs> and my mom awesome. and dad were, my mom specifically, she was like, 
you just needed to find a, a thing that you were passionate about. And it, it seems that healthcare and being an athletic trainer was something that you were passionate about. So that's kind of how I found the profession. Uh, I was supposed to take over a family business. Uh, but my dad was super excited yep. that his side project, his side passion of being an official, uh, ed, um, shared with me uh, what he did in order uh, to kind of get me out there into the profession of athletic training. So it was a it started off with networking within the family, and I've continued that throughout my career. So, so I actually ran into the the same things when I was mm-hmm. in college in athletic training. You know, I when I I changed a bunch of different majors, and then I got into athletic training. And my grades started going up because I was actually like really interested in what I was learning, kind yeah. of passionate about it. So I ran into the same stuff in, in, in college That's cool. as you did. Yeah, no, so the same similar path. You just get you yeah. just get to that point where it's like, what do I want to do? Where is it at? And if you don't find one thing, you know, there's something else that's out there and we both found it. So it's yep. cool. Yep, exactly, man. So um so talk to me a little bit about after you so you go to school, you find, you know, you construction, athletic training, you find your passion. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you go to college, you graduate. Now you're a young professional athletic training. Um, you know, where's your goal? Like, was your goal always to work at, you know, Stanford men's basketball or was (laughs) that like, you know, what was your, what was your path like after you graduated? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm just lucky to be where I'm at right now. Um, did I ever think that I'd be working, uh, Stanford men's basketball? No, it wasn't, it wasn't really on my radar. Um, you know, but as opportunities kind of developed, you know, it started becoming reality. Uh, and that's kind of where, you know, got me to where I'm at today. But the original, the original thing that kind of happened was, you know, to start off was, um, I had a mentor, uh, during my time as a education or in the education program at Nebraska Omaha. And while I was in that, while I was with that mentor, kind of being around them as a, you know, my clinical, um, uh, preceptor, uh, he was involved uh, heavily with uh, Winter X Games and uh, doing action sports. Okay. And that was kind of like I walked into his office and I was like, I want to do what you do. And he's like, you do? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, if you can show me that you got the skills and you got the work ethic and you can do it, I'll, I'll get you in the right uh, wavelength and the right path and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work on getting you there. But you got to put in the work. You got to put in the time. Right. And, uh, right. that was kind of my, that was kind of my vision kind of from there. I was like, I want to be that person out on the, you know, dirt, getting dirty with the dirt dogs as we called them, uh, and the motorcycles okay. and the, and the BMX and all that different stuff. And then also be that person standing at the, at the vert, at the, you know, skate vert. Um, and then in the skate park, like I always kind of had a thing for skating and, and kind of understood it, but, um, it was something that it just, you know, being in Nebraska and knowing like, Hey, West coast, East coast, like that was a big thing in big suburb, you know, big suburban areas. I was like, I want to do that. And in the early two thousands, it was hot. Like that was the big thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. every summer winter X, you know, you'd see it and be something that'd be coming up. And it's like, I want to go, I'm going to go work that, but I want to, I want to be a healthcare provider and doing that. So that was kind of where it's at. And then I always wanted to be in college athletics, but did I ever think that I would be at the level I am? Um, yes and no. Um, I always saw myself working at a, a, a division one school, but it, a place like Stanford, no, um, never really had it up there. Um, yeah. But as more and more it came to light, like I could actually do this and I got more confident throughout my career. Like it was like, I'm going for it. I'm going to set that goal and I'm going to get up there and I'm, I'm going to do it. So um it was uh, starting off when I was, you know, early 2000s when I was getting into my education. I was like, 
I just want to be an athletic trainer. I want to go take care of people. Yeah. I get hurt. <laughs> Next thing you yeah. know, I was like, I'm gonna now. I'm you know, I'm gonna be on live TV doing this stuff. And then now it's like, I'm you know, I'm on live TV all the time. And now I'm like yeah. at the end of the bench, and like I'm traveling. I'm w- going worldwide. Like that's yep. stuff that I never ever thought that I'd ever be doing. And it was just all through you know the evolving part of my career and getting to where I'm at today. But it, you know, I didn't do it alone. There were tons of people along the way that yeah from family to friends that friends that have become family um and mentors that have become family uh and people that have you know challenged me and my colleagues you know you yourself when i worked when we worked together at one point you know we challenged each other and we both you know got to where we're at today and we keep going to where we're you know gonna go because we challenge each other so i think that was the cool part of it that's awesome man that's awesome um, and what were, what was the, what was sort of the, uh, kind of events leading to now when you got your job at Stanford, was it mm-hmm. like a traditional, like you saw the job, you apply <laughs> and you interview and you get in or was nah. like, or was, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> no. how did that kind of come into, come into play? Not at all. So, uh, long story short, yeah. um, when I was, man, when I was at New Mexico, so I got my grads, I did my grad school at New Mexico. Um, but before, gosh, I mean, I should probably step even back up further than that. Um, <laughs> I went, so I, let me just kind of go run through it real quick. So I left Nebraska, Omaha. I go to Disney's wild world of sports. I do an internship at Disney's wild world of sports. I leave there. Uh, and I go all the way across the opposite side of the country to Washington state. I was going to get my master's at Washington state. Um, I ended up not getting my master's and only doing an internship up there, but then I finished my uh, master's at New Mexico. During that time from my undergrad, even to being in Washington state to going to New Mexico, um, I met two colleagues along the way that became uh, friends and also worked athletic training with them. Um, One of them was a uh, athletic trainer, uh, a grade above me at Nebraska Omaha that she ended up going through her schooling and then got a position at Stanford. Uh, The other um, individual ended up getting her, um, master's at Washington state, but then also got a position at, uh, Stanford. Lo and behold, these two were actually going for the same position at the same time. And actually two positions here at Stanford opened up and they both got a position. And then later on throughout their career became roommates here at Stanford. And it, talk about networking when you yeah. have a colleague or a, a classmate that you went to school with, but then also had another person that you went, you know, did your grad school and internship with at Washington, and they both get a job at Stanford and they're both working at the same place. Well, through the networking and through the powers that be, um, just the way that I was, I was like, hey, I'm interested in going to Stanford because of what you guys are doing. I'm interested in the research. I'm interested in all this different stuff. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to kind of, you know, network and you can network and meet the people that are here. And at the time it was Scott Anderson. Scott Anderson was the one that was um, the medical director at the time. Okay. And so I was, I was seeing all these different positions pop up at Stanford. One was for women's soccer. One was for track and field. One was for this, you know, another, there's like three different positions that opened up and Scott was like, just give me time. I got the position for you. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, give me time. (laughs) And and I kept applying. I kept not getting anything back. Kept applying, not getting anything back. Well, in 2000, gosh, 2014, 13, I think it was in Indianapolis convention. He's like, he emailed me. He's like, Hey, got a chance to sit down. I'm going to talk to you. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just thinking it's a random thing. He's like, all right, here's what's going on. We might have a position opening. 
it's going to be with baseball. And I love, I love baseball. Like baseball was, you know, growing up with the college world series. My goal was to take a team back to Omaha and be in the dugout and see my friends and family in the stands that I grew up in watching college baseball to, to be a part of a baseball team and do that. So I was working baseball in Miami, Ohio at the time. And he's like, you know, I heard that you're doing well, you know, with your professional uh, career. He's like, I'd love to give you an opportunity out here. And I want to get you in with Stanford baseball. And me thinking Stanford baseball, like, yes, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's like, yeah. we gonna play baseball. Let's, let's play baseball in the Pac-12, you know, and, and get out there and have some fun and, and do that stuff. And this was, you know, those, this was the time when, you know, Oregon state was really getting hot in the college world series and the PAC 12, you know, you, got, you always got Arizona state, you got Arizona, you got USC and, you know, Stanford. And I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a competitive um, conference. And so I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Let's go for it. So the positions open up and, and I, I got the position, you know, I had to go through the process and, okay. and ended up getting the position and I got out here and um, throughout my time while I was here, um, I got presented with the position of uh, a basketball and I thought that, you know, I've, I've had a seven year run in baseball and it's, you know, we, I, we all know how baseball seasons can get. You're at the field for, you know, eight to 10 hours a day. What listen to the bat <laughs> ping and all that stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, let's switch it up and let's go for basketball. And so now I'm uh, uh, involved with basketball and I love it. It's a lot more contact, um, contact sport, um, you know, fast paced, uh, you know, there's actually a time limit, which I actually love. <laughs> uh, okay, nice. Sitting out at a baseball, sitting out of a baseball field, but um, right. Yeah, it was it it was it was one of those things. It was like, did I ever think that I would be at Stanford? I thought I'd be at a major institution. Did I ever think, or a major D one, you know, Power Five conference school? Did I ever think it'd be Stanford? No, and right. I think that's just um through my work ethic and then you know through my faith of just trusting the Lord and trying to figure out where I'm going and, and what he had planned. And that was the deal is, you know, follow what I got for you and, and we'll provide. So it's been, okay. it's been fun. Nice, Continues man. to be that's, fun. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and how many years have you been at it now? So I've been, this is my fifth year, started my fifth year, sixth year at Stanford. 2014 okay. was my first, yeah. Summer of 2014. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then, and so, um, and so kind of picking back off of that, I, I thought your mm -hmm. training experience. So you've been doing that for, uh, you know, six, seven years now. Um, and then you just kind of recently, um, sort of launched a, a, a company of your own. Yeah. Right. Right. Press, press forward. Yeah. Press forward. Okay. Okay. And so just to kind of, so let, let's, uh, I guess we'll start off with maybe just one question at a time. Mm -hmm. So first of all, uh, let's start with kind of like, what is press forward and yeah. then we'll kind of get into what, how you got to that. I got into it. Yeah. So basically, in. basically press forward is, a uh, just a single entity of just myself right now. Um, potentially could be more just depending on how, how it kind of develops. But, um, one thing I've noticed is just the, um, the involvement of, uh, healthcare technology, you know, being out here in Silicon Valley. And, um, basically what I've been doing is lately, um, I mean, we, we do it constantly as athletic trainers is we're constantly speaking with people about new products. We're speaking about people with new things that are coming through, uh, the, the clinical setting or, or whatever it may be. Um, you know, vendors will hit us up in the sense of, Hey, we got this product. We got this kind of going on. This is where this is at. What do you guys think of this? Can you try this out on this person? Can you try this out on, is yeah. this going to hit the athletic market or would this be more in the general population consumer market? You know, stuff like that. Um, but the one thing that I was noticing noticing over the last couple of years and now mostly over the last year that I've been out in, in, uh, this area was, um, these startups and these tech companies are building products but 
they have an idea that it's going to be in the healthcare landscape, but they don't know exactly where it's going to go. And the one thing that I've been doing, and it's kind of, you know, over the last four months, six months since, you know, the, the, the whole COVID pandemic kind of hit, I started researching a lot more as to who are involved with the teams that are actually developing this stuff. You got, you know, tech right. companies, you got startups, you got engineers, you got designers, you got developers, you got specialists that are in the tech realm. You got uh, medical physicians, uh, physicians of all kinds of specialties. You got um, some PTs and stuff like that, exercise science data researchers. But I was like, there's no athletic trainer. And right. my thing was, is like, why can't there be an athletic trainer sitting at these tables developing all this stuff with all these tech companies? Like, I've had so many conversations with people that are in the tech industry and people that are in the healthcare landscape that are trying to build stuff within tech and healthcare and, you know, how that crosses over that when I tell them what an athletic trainer is and what our, our role is in the profession of healthcare, their eyes just kind of, they, they get that big eyed wide look at you and kind of have a, they don't, they don't know what to say. Cause they're like, right. you, do, you do all that. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we, we just see you on run on the field. And that's what, that's what we know what you do. And I'm like, no, 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 there's, there's a lot more to this. And when you really dive into it, not only with our profession of, you know, our five domains of what we take care of just in our scope of what our certification is. Um, you also start talking with them about the networking and the realms of the different areas of what we're, what we're skilled in and the knowledge that we have in, uh, general medical physicians, orthopedic uh, care, you know, how to relate to those people, uh, dealing with um, PTs, um, you know, working with um, uh, sports psychologists or psychologists in general, um, um, sports dietitians or nutritionists, uh, and even going all the way to um, exercise scientists and data researchers and all those, you know, strength and conditioning coaches, you know, can't, can't leave those guys out. Um, but just seeing that we're kind of in the middle of all that and being able to manage all those different types of uh, people and talking with them. And then yeah. the, at the end goal, the who's, who, who are we focused on? We're focused on our consumer who is the athlete, you know, or our patient right. and having to be able to, to translate that and be the liaison be all, behind all that. But on top of it, be able to educate all parties involved and be able to do that stuff. And as these developers kind of came to me or people that were trying to develop these products, they would look at me going, well, what, how, how would this relate to your consumer or how would this relate to this person? Well, I would be able to share that. And I was like, why don't I, you know, value myself and what I'm been doing um, and kind of turn this into a little side project and see, you know, what I could do for myself um, in, in creating my potential future or something else that might benefit uh, my career. So that was kind of my, my gist behind, behind yeah. press forward and just kind of starting off and, and consulting with, uh, with people that are in the Bay area or just in, you know, in the area in general, or just people across, you know, now technology is so vast that it could be someone out in New York that's yep. building something that <laughs> I can say, Hey, this is my, this is my expertise. And that's the thing is my, I'm, I'm presenting my expertise from 13 plus years of clinical experience of being in a clinical setting. That's amazing. Um, that's the, and that's the thing is I'm, I want to share that. I want to be able to help people build things um, just based on my experience. It's, it's not based on, you know, my current roles in my regular um, um, career right now, just my, my full-time career. Uh, it has nothing to really do with uh, the side stuff that I do during action sports and all that stuff. This is something that I'm creating on my own and I'm focused on utilizing my experience and what I've been through and where I've been in order to get myself and, and, and promote what, what can be for, for a profession, um, or a credential that, that, that I have of AT and, 
and being able to share that yeah. and, and be able to, to just develop. I mean, I'm getting to that point where I really, I think it's kind of coming back to the construction days of wanting to build stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and build, build stuff and kind of put that stuff out there and kind of see what happens. And it's a shot, you know, it's, yeah. and if I don't do it, I'm just going to sit here and go, what could have been, you know? And I feel that right. I'm in the, I'm, I'm every day I walk out and I see, you know, this startup doing this and I see this company doing this. I see Google over here doing this and I'm in, I'm in the middle of all of it. And it's like, you know, why can I get involved with what these companies and what these startups are doing from a healthcare technology standpoint to, to kind of throw it out there and, and, and help people. So that's kind of, kind of my, uh, it's kind of my focus right now on, on, yeah. on that little side project. And like I said, it's a side Man, that, project. We'll see what happens with it. Right. Right. No, that's really cool. You know, and, and just to, that's really cool. And it's like super exciting stuff. And, you know, I think one of the things is, um, you know, I think a lot of us in the athletic training profession now, you know, we, we've got passions and interests outside of athletic training, you know, so, it, you know, and just trying to, you know, provide, you know, some, some insight and some value to, to, to people listening, you know, um, like what was your sort of, you know, um, how do you take those ideas? Like, you know, like, you know, other athletic trainers have interest in other things. Mm -hmm. How did you take that idea and turn it into action? But while also at the same time, maintaining a full-time job, you know, a lot of people will be like, Oh, I work full-time. Like I can't just like uproot and leave and go <laughs> do this one thing. So what was that process for you? Like taking this from an idea to turning it into action and then actually kind of, you know, and, and getting it launched. Um, yeah. you know, tell me a little bit about that, that process. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, uh, it's something that was not, just oh i can do this i'm gonna go ahead and do it um it's <laughs> yeah. i feel that it's something that that i've been doing um but in a different uh manner of just oh my inbox kind of fills up and that's kind of that's kind of it um and things would come through and i'd be like eh, all right or i'd be on linkedin and someone would you know message me or something that was it and i'd be kind of look at it and be like oh no i really don't know or am i ready for that or you know, I don't know if I am, you know, or do I have the capacity and, and the bandwidth to actually help with that project or whatever it may be. And I think kind of what happened was, is, you know, especially during this time recently, I've been doing a lot more research and a lot more stuff in the different areas that, that need the help. Um, and med tech and, and technology was just one of them. And I was like, you know, as everyone's de developing something, why can't I continue to develop with, you know, those people? And it was an idea. It's just like if someone were say, oh, I want to, you know, I have colleagues and friends that, you know, will go off and make cookies, you know, that their, their side business is making cookies. They love what they do. They make cookies right. and they're really right. darn good and they're really good cookies and they are amazing at it. And then they got some others that their side gig is to go off and, um, you know, continue to do extra athletic training coverage. You know, they'll go off and uh, pick up a, a weekend coverage for club soccer or whatever it may be. And I was like, well, if they're doing that, why can I put something that I'm passionate about towards what I want to do, which is lately has become medical technology in the landscape of how technology fits within healthcare. And we're seeing it d develop rapidly and evolve rapidly, especially, you know, uh, post-COVID, you know, or now that we're in this COVID era, you know, we're all utilizing technologies to interact with all of our patients. We're all using technologies, uh, whether it's a phone call or whatever it may be, um, or, you know, uh, a secure Zoom or, or any kind of digital health. Uh, 
it's, you know, why can't I be at those discussions and be sitting because of my clinical experience to say, hey, your consumer is going to be this person and they would actually be appreciative of this because I'm the person that's actually going to be doing this with those people. So let me help you kind of develop that. And it kind of, the idea is just kind of came into full tuition of just like, why not, you know, see what kind of what happens. And, you know, like I said, it's in its incubation stages and I'm, you know, getting a couple hits here and there, but it's nothing crazy. So it's, it's just, you're sitting here kind of going, Hmm, I got an idea. I want to see kind of how it evolves, see what kind of happens with it. And then, you know, for me, I'm not a business major. I didn't go to business school. I don't have my MBA, but yet I'm learning about it. I'm continuing to develop myself in something that I've become a little bit uh, passionate about. Uh, Instead of, you know, going for, you know, the two hour runs, I've had to cut down to one, (laughs) you know, just, uh, just, just because now I'm focusing myself in a little bit of a different manner and it's more towards the professional entrepreneurial side. Man, that's great. That's awesome. And, and, and what are some of the, now, what are some of the, I guess some of the hardships that kind of came along with, you know, with kind of getting this, you know, started at least or in your career, you know, it can be just, it can be both with to Stanford basketball and with Mm -hmm. press forward. Um, if you wanted to share some stuff, some stuff from, from both, but what are some of the hardships that kind of came along with it? You know, that just in your, in your career that, you know, that you didn't learn when you were in school. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, even starting back to school, um, we can start off just with the educational piece. I think that, you know, back in the day, I was a, a, a horrible standardized test taker. I hated taking standardized tests. I just didn't like it. And I've shown that. Um, but the thing was, is I found something that I was passionate about. Um, and that I really enjoyed and I wanted to learn about um, I think the some of the trials and tribulations was just just the struggle of knowing that it's hard work. Um, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I gotta apply myself and put myself out there and you know work hard for this. And um, having that determination and that dedication, kind of you know going back to the wrestling days of just working hard and trying to get through. Um, those were some of the tough times that I kind of sit back and I'm just like, man, if I didn't have dedication, if I didn't have a passion for it, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Um, I think some other tribulations were um, every five years I felt like I was moving, um, which I kind of felt like I was, or every you know two, three years to five years was moving. Um, so there was a constant transition. Um, so having to adapt to different areas of the country, um, was a little different. Like obviously I'm originally from Nebraska and then moving to Florida. That was my first time moving out. I was like, I'm going to Florida. Okay, cool. Then they get to Washington. I was like, this is completely different. And then New Mexico, everyone's like Albuquerque, like what's down there. And I was like, that's some of the best Mexican food that you've ever had. (laughs) Uh, And some of the most beautiful landscape that you've ever seen. And I would go back in a heartbeat just because it's just a beautiful place. And then I end up leaving and going to Ohio and which is a small town of 18,000 people. And now I'm in the Bay area. So the traveling, the managing of all that, um, those were some of the things. And then just kind of, you know, growing and, you know, networking. Um, I still continue to this day network. Um, I think that that's a huge part of uh, anyone's career. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I I didn't have uh, people along the way. I think I mentioned that earlier. But also sitting here and going, building those relationships and continuing to foster those relationships. um, That was a big, that was a big thing too. And, um, you know, I've had some tough love uh, from my mentors and I wouldn't change it for, for any of it. Um, Even till this day, Um, the the honest feedback that I get, um, you know, the challenges that I get to kind of what I'm doing now, starting 
uh, press forward and kind of going out there, but also the challenges to, to continue to hone in on your craft with, you know, um, professional athletes and collegiate athletes, you know, just, uh, enjoy mm-hmm. building those relationships. And, um, I think that's, that's the big thing is constantly being challenged, um, is always a, I feel the trial and a tribulation, but at the same time, right. um, it turns into a success when, uh, when you're able to, to, to do it and complete it and then move on to the next one. It's not like you've gotten this, you know, you've gotten to one spot, you got to continue to move on to the next. Absolutely. It's always, yep. It's ongoing. It's yeah, ongoing and it it, it's changing and it just, it, it never stops. And you got to just, yeah, learn to move with it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, that's just the nature of, of everything right now. Everything's changing. Everything's different. Um, you know, just trials and tribulations with everything that we do and it's, it's how we adapt to it and it's how we kind of grow and move forward from it or, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's one thing I've got kind of an, an interesting viewpoint, like with, you know, with the whole COVID, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, but again, trying to find the silver lining, kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying with mm-hmm. kind of just kind of changing and moving forward with things I, in, in a way, like I'm, I, I'm glad it's happening. Not, not, not that glad that people are getting sick and dying, but I, I'm glad that it's creating, it's forcing us to change and to adapt. So, you know, for those of us that have been kind of like stuck in our comfort zone and mm-hmm. kind of on autopilot, like this is forcing change. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I know it's hard and a lot of people are going to struggle through it, but you know, I think in the long term, I think this can be really, really good for a lot of people if they choose to, you know, uh, try and adapt and find a way to kind of make things happen. You know, this can spark a lot of, a lot of good change. I mean, it can be hard at the start, like I said, but I think it can spark good change in the long term for people that are just kind of, you know, wanting to, you know, uh, change things uh, mm-hmm. as far as their life path goes. Yeah, right? I think that I think it is a, a thing. I mean, you look at all um, hardships or um, different. I mean, you can go all the way back to 2008 and you know the crash that happened in that time and all the different companies that came out of that time and all those things. And you know, I think uh, you know as we went into this, the first question that a lot of colleagues and professionals that I work with is like, well, all right, what are you doing to be better during this time? You know what are you doing, whether it's clinically, you know, CEUs, whether it's learning something. I mean, for me, I took it and and put it towards, towards uh, learning more about business and medical technology and trying to understand that landscape. Um, And I'm still learning. Uh, I'm no expert by any means, but I do have the clinical expertise to, to navigate those waters and to help people in companies and developers or whatever it may be to help them and assist them in in the process, Um, you know, and to bring up questions that they might not even think of. Um, but I think that going back to that, it's like everyone, you know, even yourself, you know, challenging yourself to find out, okay, what am I doing this time to, to, to make my mark or to do something that's going to benefit me when, when this is all over, um, you know, they say some of the best companies come out of times when there's hard or pandemics or whatever it may be. And, and that is true. Um, so it's like, well, why can't that be me? You know, why not, you know, exactly. And figure it out and, and kind of see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, it's all interesting in the sense of like, um, it's uh, very unfortunate that we're all going through this, but I think that there also is a lot of people that will come out of this with personal change, professional change. Um, you, I mean, and then even the way that they look at uh, societal change. I mean, there's all types of stuff that, that are happening right now and it's it's your willingness to adapt and, and move on or, or if you're going to continue to have a closed mindset and sit back and 
I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you, man. I mean, you hit that you hit the nail on the head, man. That's it's a hundred percent right. You know, and it, it, it's it's crazy to to see how you know just with the investment in technology and our like the athletic training profession, just like where you know, where, where it's going, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, everyone's, it's just, it's opening up a lot of doors. So it's just, uh, it's kind of wild to see and it's, you know, it's exciting and, you know, and it's like, you know, people like yourself that are, you know, just stepping outside the box and, yeah. and using their athletic training experience and knowledge to do some other things that are just completely like, you know, just, you know, no one's, you know, thought about it or, or, or done it, you know, 20, 20 years ago, yeah. you know, it's, it, we're, we're kind of past that, and, you know, taping an ankle. Stuff. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that we've seen it in the profession we've seen, you know, people get involved with, you know, whether it's uh, medical device uh, advancements or, you know, going in being a medical device sales or, um, you know, working with, um, bracing and, uh, different types of companies and going off and doing that because of our clinical expertise and musculoskeletal expertise and all that different stuff. Um, but I think that this was for me, this was one area that I feel that I could definitely kind of get more involved with just cause I have more of a passion with it. But, um, I think that, you know, traditionally speaking of an athletic trainer, everyone thinks like, Oh, you know, sports setting or being involved in a clinical setting and, you know, secondary school or primary school working at a collegiate or professional area. It's like, what else is out there? How else can we expand our profession or what we do or what I do? You know, how can I take my clinical expertise and be able to share that and continue to do it with my full-time job, but also something else that's on the side um, and, and continue to be a practitioner, you know, cause mm-hmm. I love it. I love being on the sidelines. I love, you know, responding to a situation or having a glove up and, and take care of someone. And when they do go down, you know, because yeah. it's, it's not a matter if it's going to happen, it's a matter when they're going to get hurt. And, yep, exactly. you know, you sit here and it's like, I, I need to be ready, but there's all these techno, just like you said, technological advances that we are using that are, are in our kit that we're having on the sidelines and we're having all this different stuff and we're using it for training and we all need to understand on how it all works and and there's more stuff that's coming out so if we can get ahead of the curve and assist in that process i'm willing to help out as best as i can i love it man i love it it's cool it's all about it's all about development and growth and just having a passion for seeing things evolve That's really cool. No, I mean, yeah, I agree with you, man. And and that's, you know, and the whole, like, you know, the goal with, especially now with, you know, social media and technology, like we said before, and, you know, now we've got the ability to kind of reach out to, you know, people all over the world, mm-hmm. all over the country, and hopefully, you know, kind of help others navigate their paths and stuff. And, and as many, you know, ideas and experiences we can kind of, you know, provide and put out there, you know, hopefully it can help, you know, one or two people, kind of, you know, alter their, you know, life or career path in a, in, in a positive way, in a direction mm-hmm. that they, that they want, man. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And so what would be you, what would you say your, your, just your, like your top three, you know, kind of like, I guess, takeaways for, you know, for, you know, either athletic trainers or just people, you know, whether they're in a traditional, non-traditional setting, what would you say, what are some of your personal, like your top three takeaways um, that you want them to kind of walk away with, you know, just from, you know, your experiences and everything that you've kind of learned through, you know, you know, um, throughout your career in basketball and with, uh, press forward. Um, 
Gosh, you're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> I know, right? I know. No, but I mean, it's, you know, and I know it's hard because there's, there's a lot, right? Like there's a lot of, a lot of takeaways, you know, and, uh, you know, feel free. It doesn't have to be three exactly, but you know, just, uh, uh, just maybe some of your, some of your favorites or, or things that, you know, you didn't maybe learn in school that yeah. kind of helped you, um, sort of navigate, you know, your, you know, your your career yeah i think there's there's three it's funny that you asked this question because as you ask that (laughs) question i'm kind of sitting here going i know there's a there's a there's there's a uh not a quote but it's a phrase that i always had when i was in um grad school um just going through trying to figure out what it was and it was actually i mean anyone can go online and pull this up um but it was three simple rules in life i don't know if you've ever heard of it um don't know if you have if you haven't Um, but those for you know those that haven't um the first one is is if you don't go after you want you'll never have it so that was the first thing so you always always have a goal in mind and then go for it and if you don't go for it then you're never going to get it you know Mm -hmm. you're never going to go on to that next thing um the second one was if you don't ask the answer will always be no so i mean if you don't even ask yourself internally can i do this if you don't even start with that question, it's going to be no, because you haven't even asked it. Um, so that was always something that, you know, if, if I don't, if I didn't keep asking to come to Stanford, if I didn't keep pursuing that, I wouldn't be here today. Um, like kind of how I kind of look at that one. And then, um, if you don't step forward, um, you'll always be in the same place. And kind of what I've taken with that is one of my mottos is if you don't press forward, uh, you'll always be in the same place. Um, so I think that, you know, kind of going back to the three things that when you kind of sit here going, okay, I didn't learn this in school. Uh, I learned this through all the different things that I did throughout my experience of being a professional. Those are the three things or the three rules for me that stick out. Um, do you have to go after what you want? If you don't ask, the answer is going to be no. And if you don't step forward, you're always going to be in the same place. And who wants to be in the same place? I mean, it, yep. not going to lie, yep. it can get boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if I'm constantly, I mean, I could have, and, and nothing against, you know, what my hometown, I love my hometown. I love where I'm at. I love the people that are there, still there. I love everything about Omaha. Like it, it has sold a special place in my heart. But if I didn't pursue athletic training, I would have, I'd still be in Omaha. I'd still be working construction and I would, you know, be getting up and, going out to the construction sites and blueprints and working in the same office. And that is completely taken a 180 to give me opportunities to travel around the world with, you know, an amazing basketball team and, you know, the people that are involved with that team and that, or the the people at Stanford and, um, you know, be able to travel with colleagues, you know, to go teach in Japan. Like I never would have ever thought any of that would ever happen um, (laughs) to do that. And, you know, I've, I've been blessed, you know, absolutely been blessed. But, and, you know, I just think that with my faith and the way that I've, you know, trust the Lord and everything that he has for me, it's, it's one of those things that that's, those are the big things that I kind of look at. And, um, I just sit back and go, dang, I'm blessed. Like literally <laughs> like I'm blessed. I pinch myself, you know, to be able to get up and walk and to, to go work at an amazing place on a daily basis, but then also have opportunities to get out and network when I'm, you know, uh, not at Stanford, even when I am at Stanford. So it's, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, uh, one of those things that I, I sit here and I'm just going, yeah, I'm blessed. Thank you. That's, 
That's amazing. I love that, man. And, and, and it's, and I love that, that perspective, you know, it's just, you know, just, it's a positive perspective and a positive mindset that you've kind of established for yourself. Yeah. You know? And I think that's, yeah, it's super important. And I, and I love those, like those, those key points and those key, uh, key takeaways. Cause I know for me, like at least, you know, like younger, my earlier in my career, those were uh, harder for me to kind of actually implement, like to, to know it and know what you need to do, but then actually doing it and executing it are, are completely different. And so that's definitely, you know, something that I, I've gotten better at and that I, I completely agree with, like mm-hmm. just being able to, you know, to press forward, mm-hmm. you know, always ask, otherwise answer is always going to be no, you know I mean? Just the, some of those simple things can really help kind of move you forward in life. Yeah. And they're, they're simple questions. They're simple, they're simple things. I mean, we do them on a daily basis. Um, and it's also, you know, having the confidence within that stuff, you know, trusting yourself and uh, trusting that you've been put in a place for a reason. And I've been put out here to, to work at uh, a great institution with great um, athletes and great people alongside that, um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can because they're doing everything that they can. So that's, that's the fun part is a give and a take back and forth. And we constantly push each other and um, having that positive out, outlook on that, um, you know, staying positive. If you don't, then it sucks to be negative. Yeah. Having a positive outlook on stuff. Yeah. You are going to have times of negative, but you always got to look at the, at the glass half full instead of the glass half empty. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Cause then otherwise, you know, you're, you're stuck looking in the rearview mirror and you're dwelling yeah. on the past and then you're not, you're not thinking of what's in front of you. I mean, the, the cars, the cars moving forward, whether you like it or not, like you can't mm-hmm. be looking in the rearview mirror. Like you got to look through the front of the windshield. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's really important for people and, you know, to, to see. And sometimes that, you know, the, the road gets foggy, you know, sometimes you don't know what's going to happen. Yes. Or you see a fork yes. in the road and you don't know where you're going to go, but follow your intuition and, and trust your gut. I know my mentor always said, um, you know, go with, go with the first thing in your gut. Don't go, don't second guess yourself. You know, when you start to second guess yourself, that's when you get yourself in trouble. Um, and we get to that point where we are competent and we know what we're doing that if you start to second guess yourself, you go down the wrong algorithm or the wrong path. And now you're really messing up and it's like, stop, take a moment, take a deep breath. All right, cool. Yep. Now you got to act, yep. but you got to go. Like you got to yep. do something. It's yep. just like when we respond in an emergent situation, I got to act. I got to do something, but I need to make my decision. It needs to be quick in order to assist care. So that's the, that's the, that's, that's the cool thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's challenging, but it's not an easy road. Um, it's going to be difficult, but the way that you look at it is, is that's, that's how, that's how you perceive it. It could either be a positive experience or it can be a negative and you're going to have the ebbs and flows of that. Um, yep. and you always want to be on the highest peak, but you are going to go into the valleys. I know that's one of my favorite books is peaks and valleys, but Spencer Johnson, like you're going to have that, you're going to have those peaks and you're going to be up on top, but you're also going to go back to the lows to kind of figure out, Oh, this is what it really is like in the Valley. But yet I want, you always want to strive to get up on top of that peak. So, um, I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way of looking at it. That's a great point, mm-hmm. man. I love it, dude. That's, that's awesome, man. I, it, this has been just great stuff. Good conversation. <laughs> um, no, that's, I appreciate it, man. That's, yeah, for sure. I, I, and I know, and I know people listening will, will appreciate it too. You know, just you know, sharing the journey, the mindset, the perspective. Um, you know, and, and I think it really kind of helps to to get an inside view into you know, kind of you know people's career paths and, and, and kind of see 
what their you know what their trajectory was and what it looks like absolutely and i know i know that i'm not alone in that i know people have had way tougher journeys and people have had other journeys and it's cool to share it um but it's also cool to like have people out there that are also doing other things along their journey that are going to set them up for success. Um, I think that that's, that's a cool part is, you know, seeing what you've done throughout your career and continuing to be an athletic trainer, but also stepped outside of the box too, you know, doing stuff like this and then, um, you know, continuing to network and continuing to, to build a brand and, you know, be out there and, and just kind of grow. Um, I think that's, that's a cool and, and it's going to be tough. I mean, it's, it's part of it, but, um, Again, if you don't accept the challenge, then you're just kind of sitting on the sideline waiting to be called upon. And, you know, why wait to be called upon when you can put yourself in the game by stepping out there? So Take action. Yep. Yeah. And do and, some stuff. Yeah. No. And to kind of piggyback off of, like the, the networking piece, I know, you know, you've brought that, you know, you brought that up a couple of times and like, and, and I think it's really important for people to understand networking. And this is not just, you know, and for me, like personally, and it's just, it's, it's networking. Isn't like getting to know people that can do something for you, Mm -hmm. you know, networking, you know, I, you know, I think it just needs, it needs to be, you know, let's develop some meaningful relationships with people, regardless of their, their title, their status, like just them as an individual person, you network with people that you genuinely like and that are just good people, you know, don't worry about, you know, Oh, like this person is the president of X, Y, and Z. Like I need to network with him. Like, some, you know, honestly, some of the most random networks, like even from people in school and stuff, or even like it just the most random networks are the ones that you don't expect are able to help you out in the future. And they're the ones that end up coming through for you and you end up, you just have no idea. So just, you know, you're just, I, I guess, uh, for mine, for my thing with the networking is just, you know, treat everybody the same, uh, be a good person and just develop meaningful relationships that, uh, without anything, you know, yeah. in return. Absolutely. I think you just said it right there at the end, building meaningful relationship. That's part of networking. That's part of, that's, that's an outcome of networking. Um, gosh, I could take it. I could whittle it down to, <laughs> I have a, I have a favorite burrito spot in Palo Alto that I go to that I've networked and I know the guy when I walk in, he knows my order. He knows what oh, I what? want every single time. <laughs> and I've networked with him because I've seen him out and about. I've seen him on the streets. Like, yo, what's going it. on? How you doing? What's it. up? Like, Hey, I'm. Hey, did you try this place? Yeah, I've tried this. So then I learned local spots just because of that one place I go to, and yeah, he's gotten a lot of my business because they got really good burritos. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's also shared with me the different areas and the different spots in the in the area for for me to really enjoy what it is. So it's not just networking within your profession; it's networking within life. It's setting you up for different Absolutely. opportunities, um, but it also builds meaningful relationships. Um, if I wouldn't have networked with myself while I was an undergrad, I would have not gotten to have the mentors that I did today that have, um, you know, shared their experience because it's not just all my experience. I've gained that my experience was from them as well. And it's a trickle down effect. Right, um, right. but I think the, the thing is, is, you know, I, I could have, you know, and I don't, but I could have thousands and thousands of networks and people that I know, on LinkedIn, but if I don't know them or have a relationship with them, mm-hmm. then why do why am I why am I trying to network with them just to, just to have a to right. keep the, to keep the clicker going like to get a get it up there? You want to build relationships with people and network with them amongst those people to the point that you build a, a a relationship with someone that 
it, and this happened to me when I uh, um, let people know that I was doing press forward was the first thing they did was they called me right away within 10 minutes. Hey, what, what, what are you doing? How can I help? Like that was the yeah, first question. That's awesome. And I'm like, awesome. I love it. I just, I literally just posted this like 10 minutes ago and they're yeah, like, yeah, what can I do to help? Are you, trying, are, are you trying to do what I'm doing? I'm like, no, I'm not like, you're in a whole different realm. But like the first thing is what, who, who can I call? How, how <laughs> I love this? it. And I'm like, dang, I never even thought like, I never even thought that guy would even call me. And like, that is more than just a, Hey, you're in my network and I follow you on LinkedIn. That's because yep. we've, I've had re- conversations. I've had relationships. I've built this stuff with these people in mind throughout my career. And it's like the first thing they want to do is I see what you're doing. I think it's awesome. I love your website. I love this. I want to see where you're going with it. How'd you do that? Did you ever, I, I love what you're trying to do, but, and it, cause we need more of it. So go for it. And that was the thing was, how can I help? Who can I call? And they're like, I'm yeah. calling this person yeah. so they can call you to, net, to get that. And that was just a network that, and that was not based upon a like or a, um, a connection that happened on LinkedIn. That was because we, I built that relationship with that person um, professionally, you know? So I think that that's the big thing. If, you know, we talk about, you know, you want some takeaways from some things. It, it, that's the big thing is building the relationship with relationships within your network. Um, you want to build your 100%. network, but building those relationships within it. If you don't do that, then why have a network? Yep. And, and I think a lot of people too tend to worry about the, the, the width of their network, like casting of like a giant net versus the, the, the depth of their, of the, what the network that they do have, like they're worried about the numbers, but not necessarily the quality of the relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I think it's really important to have, you know, like 10 really meaningful relationships versus 500, you know, very, very, very superficial relationships, you know? And so I think a lot of people get concerned with the width and kind of, and don't get kind of deep and narrow into the the relationships that they do have, um, which can be really. And I think the thing is, is like, I think you said earlier within this topic of the networking is, is not think about how they're going to help you, but think about how you can help them. Um, yes, I think that's, absolutely. I think that's a big thing too, is we always think of, Oh, I'm going to network so that I can get here because I know uh, this person. Yep. Whereas is, well, Hey, I know this person, maybe they, maybe they could have, could help from something that I know and just share it. And if not, then all right, cool. You know, you didn't want it. All right, cool. We'll move on, move on to the next one. Like that's, that's kind of how I see it too. Like, you know, you got to, um, want it, want to help. And that was kind of me behind press forward. It was, was like, I want to help develop. I want to help these companies that don't know where they should actually have their product market actually, or their product go into which market, you know, because they're struggling with it. So let me help you. Like, let me, let me put myself out there and see kind of what, how I can assist you in the process because you got a great idea, but it could be tweaked in this way. So let's work on this. And, you know, We've worked hard and, you know, people in our professions have worked hard to get the education, to get the, you know, expertise, to gain the skills, to go through all the continuing education, to, to, to mess with the technology that's emerging every single day, to why not utilize that and create a career out of it? Like, that's a big thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, we're, we'll be clin- clinicians to, I'll be a clinician to the day I die. I will, I'll do a an eval from top to bottom and continue. And as the evals evolved, I'll continue to do that. But yet I'm twisting it in a different way to say, Hmm, there's also this that I do, but you know, for 60%, but on the other 40%, I want to do this. And this is where, yep. you know, this is where that kind of yep. comes in. 
I love it, man. Yeah, that's man. awesome. <laughs> no, it's, it's just growth, man. Having a growth mindset. I mean, that's the biggest takeaway. Have a, gotta have a growth mindset, if, especially during this time, you know, cause who knows, oh, yeah. who knows what the future of the, the, um, athletic landscape, you know, all the way from professional to semi-professional to collegiate to high school to, you know, the interactions. And I hate to say it, but we just don't know what's happening right now. I mean, especially exactly. in this COVID world, um, you know, and a lot of, a lot of jobs are at stake because of athletics and, you know, I have some colleagues that are ATs that have already been furloughed and you Man. sit here and it's like, okay, how can I help you? What can I do? How can I share what I think, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, they're think coming up with non-traditional ways of, of having, you know, income and thinking of that. And they, that could easily be, that could easily be me. So yeah. you got to think outside the box as to if I don't do something now, then I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines going, um, I should have been doing this when I really wasn't. <laughs> So, yep. Yep. You got to have, uh, and, and, and we all know the Bay area, <laughs> everyone out here has got two, got two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for to live out there, man. I mean, yeah. Oh, Come on, man. Like you, you talk oh, to, gosh. you talk to all these engineers and developers. They're, they're, they're out here, you know, I mean, I'm just talking about the startup land, you know, they're all out here doing all these different things and they're like, Oh yeah, I'm working on this project. Oh yeah. I'm working on this project. And it's like, you know, the people that I know that are in that landscape, they're like, yeah, you don't, I just don't have one job out here. I'm actually got two because it, this could be the next thing. And it's like, why can I do that? You know, like, you know, and we talked about it earlier. Like how do I manage, you know, working full time, but then also doing this. And it was a balance of time, you know, staying up late and, you know, trickling in and gathering some research and building a website and learning more business stuff. And I mean, it's, it's definitely, definitely new to me, but it's something that um, I feel that, in the long run is going to benefit me and in my career just as a professional. So, uh, Oh yeah. That, yeah. No, that'll all, that, that'll carry over all your experience. Everything will kind of carry over into the next thing to some form or fashion, whatever that is. Yeah. So it's like all your experiences will just compound and just build your knowledge. And, and at some point they'll come in handy and 10 years from now you're like, Oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> when I did this little project, yeah. You know, when I did I this did, little project, I knew this, and <laughs> then you can go back to your network, and you're like, I built this relationship with this person in this network, and you're like, Oh, dang, networking <laughs> actually in a relationship with a professional relationship out of it. Ten years later, it's like, Whoa, yep. cool. Uh, that's yeah, cool, man. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun, and I challenge, I challenge those that are out there to 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 th just like you know, you said earlier, you know, Eli, you said to to think outside the box to keep keep your hand in what you're doing full time and focused on that but also kind of kind of you know see what else is out there um there's all sorts of things and it's only up to you on what you really want to go for and like i said if it's a passion of yours is being a, a bake and you want a cookie and make cookies and you want to do that as a side gig and run those around go for it or if you're wanting to you know go run a soul cycle class and that's your passion. Go every morning at 5 a.m. and run a soul cycle class and do it yeah. and then go on to the, you know, do a regular job. Like people are doing that. And this, like how I look at it was, I'm not going to be an instructor. I'm not going to do that. And I don't know how to bake cookies. So I love technology right now. So let's see what else is out there. And I was like, let's cross over the two a little bit. And I know that there's a need for it and it was like, why not, why can't we be sitting at that table developing and building, you know, this AR, VR, AI, um, you know, XR, everything that's coming out, wearables, you know, all the stuff that we're doing with, 
um, collegiate athletics and I mean athletics in general just wearing wearables you know and, and you mm-hmm. know harnessing that data you know that's the, always a big topic at a lot of these conferences and I think that you know trying to understand that and how it all works is is extremely interesting it is man it is it is that's awesome dude and it's uh you know I it's it's something that's you know it, it's fun and it's exciting and I'm you know and it's you know, I get people to get nervous about, you know, whether or not their ideas or their projects are like, where's it going to go? And is it going to work out? You know, but you know, just to just let it be, just go with it. You know? And, and, and here's the thing, as I get more and more into this and learning about like just startups in general, there's so many different startups and I'm not talking healthcare. I'm just talking startups in general that they could be completely on one side of the track. And by the halfway through their project, they've completely flipped their project to something that's completely different. And they built something completely new based upon where they just started. They did a whole reorg. And that's the part where it's like, you know, if you, you might, you, there, there might be failures, there might be trials and tribulations out of it, but something even better can come out of having those trials and tribulations. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's the part where I'm sitting here going, if someone's going to tell me, no, you can't develop it. No, you can't make it. Well, let's try it. If it doesn't work, maybe something else will come out of it. I think there was a couple of startups in the, in the Silicon Valley area that they started off doing, I can't even remember. I think it was a, a virtual reality platform of some sort. And then the next thing you know, they're, they did it. It turned into like a credit card, some kind of credit card uh, company, like a digital credit card or something like that. And I was like, Sure, with virtual reality, but now they're doing digital credit cards. Like, how does that work? That's a whole that's a whole mm-hmm. paradigm shift. Like, that's a whole complete <laughs> your mindset shifts. And so I thought it was just interesting to hear that. And they were just an early, early startup with a couple guys and we're like, all right, cool. And now they're a million dollar company. And it's just interesting to see that. So the way you say that, it's like people get scared in the fact of, oh, I'm gonna be a failure. Well, sometimes failure can be good to to bring something out that's even better. So Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cause out of that comes, you know, yeah, comes just those stuff that can be taught. Yeah. You know, experience and networks out of those, those failures, you know, you need those to kind of figure out where you want to go in your next step. Yeah. And I mean, when we're all evolving, no matter what profession we're in, whether it's healthcare or business or entrepreneurship or, uh, you know, you know, running a, uh, you know, anything, you know, we're all trying to see what else is out there. If you have a, a growth mindset, um, but there's also, you know, you sit there and go, well, this is what I know. This is where I can, but how can I apply it in a different realm? And that's, that's a cool part about just accelerating and growing, being able to apply it in different fields. And I think that's what makes ATs unique is we know so many different things about, we know the core healthcare and how we are work clinically and emergency preparedness and managing and doing, you know, all the five domains that we do. And then, but how can, out of those five domains, what else can we do out there? You know, how else can we infiltrate and how else can we work? I mean, we're kind of like the utility swift knife of, knife of like healthcare. You know, that's yep, kind of yep. how I kind of look at it sometimes. That's a good way of putting it. So, because we can, oh. we can eval, we can diagnose, we can treat, we can rehab, you know. I mean, half the time I, I love going into a physician's clinic and the physician asking us what's going on. Hey, what's going on? You see him <laughs> daily. What's the need? What do we need to do? Let's make a decision. What's your decision? I give it to him. All right, cool. Let's move on. And it's the same thing they're thinking. We just reinforced it because we have the same mindset and the same thing that are going on with it. So, and there's times where they don't agree. Um, but you know, that's, that's the fun part about it. And that's the, 
that's the challenging part of like, okay, did I miss something on this? So I just think it's, I just think it's, it's fun. You know, it's, you know, it really shows what we do and how we take our position seriously um, to the point that, you know, if there is a life or death situation, they're going to look at you to go respond, take care of them. Go. Like they're on the floor, they're down. Like, where, where, where's Dom? Like, where's Dominic at? Like, they're looking around, you know, oh, I'm right behind you. And I'm there before they even know that I'm even there. Like, that's the part that, <laughs> that's the fun part. That's what makes it, like, kind of gives you the little goosebumps when you're done. And then to to help the people that come out of it and to know, like, you know, building those relationships. So, it's cool. I love it. Oh, it's exciting, man. That's exciting. Well, shoot, man. Um yeah, this is awesome. I think we got a lot of really good, Sweet. you know, really, really good information. Um, you know, and I know it's uh, you probably, you know, probably got to get going and <laughs> make yeah. some dinner and get some food going. But any, any, any last minute, last minute thoughts that you wanted to leave with that we didn't get to? I mean, I think we covered a pretty good amount of stuff. But uh, anything that you kind of wanted to get off your chest? No, I think uh, you know, being able to to sit down and kind of share this with you. I know, like I said, this was um, something new for me, which is you know, st- again, stepping outside of my comfort zone. You know, when, right. when you started yes. this whole deal, uh, yeah. you know, with your podcast, you were like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna give it a go. And I <laughs> no mean, idea. I think that's like the same thing with me. It's like I I know what I'm doing. I'm still a you know, still green on it. Um, but I do have the confidence and, you know, just like you, you have the confidence to sit down and, and do these things and then turn around and, and cut it and put it all together. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of sit here and you're like, okay, if I don't do it, I'll still be in the same place. Just like we're talking, you know, the three, go back going back to those three rules. You know, if right, I don't, right. if I don't want to step forward, I'm, I'm going to be in the same place. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, my assumption is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, you have probably advanced yourself by networking, by doing this podcast, by, you know, talking with other people, by bringing people on and learning more about them um, and sharing different stories and different ideologies and all these different things. So um, I think that if you sit here and you're like, why not? You know, let's go, let's try it out. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to modify it and on to the next one. So, yeah, I think, I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing, you know, is just, continue to go after your goals, um, have some goals make them achievable. And I know you said like, Oh, you know, have some goals and set your lofty goals, you know, all that stuff. And like, but in all seriousness, like have goals, have them be challenging, but yet have them be obtainable. And I think that's, that's the thing is, you know, continue to always challenge yourself, um, personally, professionally, um, and you know, good things will, will occur, but it's going to be work you know, just FYI, it's going to be work. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the cool part of, about all this. It's got to be work, but it should be fun. If it ain't fun, then reevaluate what you're doing. I love it, man. Hit cool. the nail on the head. <laughs> well, shoot, man, before you go, let's, uh, let people know where they can find you. If it's, you know, your website, social media, yeah. um, you know, whatever you're comfortable sharing, just sure. uh, in case people have questions and want to look at, you know, kind of more what you're doing, where can they find you at? Yeah, for sure. So, um, I have, um, I have a LinkedIn profile, so just Dominic Vincentini, um, on LinkedIn. And then I also have, uh, for press forward, I started a, a website, so it's press forward, com. Uh, and then I have a, um, Instagram, uh, is press forward LLC, uh, on Instagram and then, um, working on some other things. Um, but then I also, uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. And, 
And um, just for you know, for people who uh, want to try and spell your name if they wanted to look you up, um, <laughs> how would you spell your I mean, I know how you spell it because I've seen exactly. it a no, lot and I have my phone book. It's definitely, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got a lot of vowels in it. Um, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds good, though. It like sounds it. cool. It flows. I mean, I think my parents were giving me a pretty cool name. Um, no, it's uh, so it's Dominic, uh, D O M I N I C. And then my last name is Vincentini. So it's V as in Victor, I N C E N T I N I. And uh, if you just Google that, some random stuff will pop up of you know, kind of all my stuff. So, yeah, yeah, no. And I saw you got your own website up too. Yeah. Like a personal one, which yeah, I thought that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so a great I, idea. I started that like uh, two years ago when this kind of all went down. Like I was like, ah, should I get a website? And I, my, I love my wife. She challenges me just as much. And she's like, uh, you, you need to make a website. And I was like, what? She goes, and she showed me hers. And I was like, yours is dope. I should, I should try, I should try this. So I just threw it out there and saw, see what happened. But I think it, it kind of, um, looking at that, I thought, you know, I should probably just have a web page, like a website, just on a personal website, um, which could almost be like a resume, um, just a brief like resume, um, just something cool, something that's out there, something non-traditional, um, but those kind of thrown out there to kind of like, you know, share, hey, do you know what an athletic trainer is? No, here it is. Check check out my personal website. Kind of, It's a snippet. You can contact me through there. Um, you can contact me through uh, the Press Forward website also. Um, but I think that that was just something that I was like, I should have a digital uh, kind of resume. And that's kind of what I put together. So, I love it, man. That's a, yeah, that's a great definitely idea. Different. I, I might, have to, might have to try something like that. This yeah, year. and I, I, I thought that that domain name, Dominic Vincentini, would probably be available. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not a not a super common name. I not think you're gonna run into. Not at all. Not at all. So <laughs> I was lucky with that one. I snoop. I swooped uh, that one up. Uh, uh, that one up. Uh, so if any other Dominic Vincentini's come along <laughs> the way, they can buy it from me. But uh, it'll I be a nice, it. pretty penny. So no, it's funny. I love it. Well, and I appreciate it, man. Yeah. If you guys, you know, have, uh, you know, if you want to look up Dominic, uh, on, you know, at Stanford or with press forward, I'm sure he'd be happy to talk about his experience at, at Stanford or with, uh, you know, his press forward company that he's launching. Uh, if you got questions, feel free to reach out and touch base with him. And cool. I appreciate yeah, it, man. man. No, thank no, you for having me on. Uh, like I said, I felt like we're just kicking it and hanging out as uh, like it was in the old days. Yeah. Like that's never forget it. I love it. That's perfect. And that's, that's the thing, man. I'm trying to keep it very genuine, very authentic, you know, not like, you know, nothing super cheesy, just casual conversations, yeah. you know, thoughtful, mindful, just intellectual conversations. So just bring value to people. For man. sure. For sure. So cool. Well, I, thank I, you. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right. <laughs> Thanks brother. We'll talk to you later, Don. All right, man. See you. <laughs> All right. Later. Bye.